It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From an undisclosed location, 12 floors up, somewhere in Oklahoma City, this is the Locked On Thunder podcast weekend episode. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making us a part of your weekend. This is being recorded on August the 3rd at right around 4 o'clock Central Standard Time. And coming up in segment number three, we've got a very special announcement. Otherwise, it's going to be a pretty short podcast today. There's not a lot going on in Thunderworld. However, that doesn't mean that it won't be entertaining. And I've always said in radio, this is the time of year that separates the men from the boys because some of your most entertaining broadcasting, podcasting, whatever you want to choose to call it, comes during the so-called dead time. And if you can get people to listen to you during the dead time because you've got something entertaining or interesting going on, then you are a master at your craft. I don't know that I necessarily fall into that category, nor, nor do I think I do. I do believe the guys at the Ticket in Dallas, in particular the Musers and the Hardline and Bad Radio, all those guys fall into that category. And their rivals at 105.3, the fan in Dallas, also fall into that category, especially Gavin Dawson, his crew, and Sean Sharif and the morning guys, Ben and Skin. Man, they're all just great. They're all just freaking tremendous talents. And I don't mind pubbing what I think are great talents here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. So if you are an aspiring podcaster, hey, let me know where you're at, and I will pub you as well. I also want to start the show off today By giving credit where credit's due, I I didn't quite give credit to the people that had put out all the stuff about Steven Adams and what he said about Reggie Jackson in his biography. That goes to the good folks at Thunder Chats. They're the ones that posted it. So they're in the process of reading Steven Adams' book, which we will start reading soon here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Although I'm, I'm really hoping, and I'm still hoping that there is an audio version of that just because I would play it. I would play as much from it as I could here on this show and it would be quite entertaining. I don't like audiobooks, but for Steven Adams, I'll make an exception. Coming up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast, we are going to talk about Russell Westbrook. And when is the right time for Russell Westbrook to go chase a ring? If that is in his DNA, when should Russell Westbrook say, to heck with Oklahoma City, you can't do it for me. I'm get, It's getting late in my career. I'm going to go see if I can't get one. What is the right time? How do we look at guys that do that? Vince Carter had some interesting things to say. And I, more importantly, based on what Vince Carter had to say, it shows where his priorities is. Segment two, how Paul George is helping Sam Presti win over Oklahoma City Thunder fans. And then in segment number three, Jason Kidd, wants to coach the Golden State Warriors, I'm going to kind of espouse, wonder out loud, 
How would Jason Kidd do here in Oklahoma City if that opportunity was afforded to him? All that's coming up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name's Eric G. I'm really sore today, and I'm still sore because on of all days, Tuesday, it was Tuesday, we had a fire drill where I hang out, and I walked down 12 flights of stairs or however many flights of stairs there really was between where I'm at to the ground floor, and I'm still sore. I'm old, I'm out of shape, I'm embarrassed. I also used to do radio in Oklahoma City. I'm also a credential member of the media. I've been covering the Thunder for five years. And you can see and hear more at LockedOnThunder.com. And a big shout out to Chuck Cheney at Thunder Digest. Segment number one of the weekend episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. And if I'm Russell Westbrook, three years That's the max I'm giving the Oklahoma City Thunder to win a championship. That's it. Three. You've got three to put all the right talent around me. You've got three years to get everything you possibly can. And if you don't accomplish what I think you should be accomplishing in three years, then I'm out of here. That gives me two years left on that super max. And by that time, you still should be able to trade me. Get something decent for me and possibly start the rebuilding process over. Or maybe there's enough young talent there, it's not good enough to win a championship, that you can add to it with a couple of veteran players that aren't Russell Westbrook caliber, but are still good enough to go out and perform. That's it. After three, I'm chasing a ring. And if Russell Westbrook decides to do that, and I'm not saying that he is, please don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Russell Westbrook is going to leave Oklahoma City anytime. And honestly, I really don't think Russell Westbrook is going to leave Oklahoma City. I'm just putting myself in his shoes. But three years, if the Thunder don't get it done in three years, I couldn't begrudge Russell Westbrook at that point for wanting to go try and get a ring. Vince Carter saying today the reason he chose to play with the Atlanta Hawks over go someplace else where he might have a better shot at winning a championship especially since Vince is 41, and either this year or at probably best next year, that's going to be it for him, and he'll find himself out of the NBA, and he will leave the association without having ever won a ring. And that's fine. And reading Vince Carter's comments today in Slam Magazine or Slam Magazine Online or at Pro Basketball Talk, which I looked at both of those, essentially what Vince Carter wants is playing time right now and he says in the article if the game and this these were here i'm paraphrasing i'm paraphrasing but these words were in the quote if the game passes me by and i feel like it's completely out of my control and that part of it's being paraphrased but essentially vince carter said hey if, if i'm if the game is done with me i would be more than happy to go someplace else and just ride people's coattails and get the benefits from that. You can see the full quote at probasketballtalk.com, but that pretty much gives you the gist of what Vince Carter would do. Vince Carter also said people during his career or during his prime didn't chase rings, but that's not true. There were a lot of people that were chasing rings during Vince Carter's prime in the NBA. I like the fact that Vince wants playing time and Vince wants minutes, and that's what motivates him. I won't criticize him for that. It's like criticizing a guy that wants to play for the money. If that's what makes him happy, then go pursue your career 
and do that. But don't be critical of other guys who, if it makes them happy to win a ring, and that's all they really want, and they don't care how much they contribute or if whether or not they can actually be a part of the part of a team or they're just there glomming on, then don't be critical of them. If that's how they're choosing to end their career or if that's how they're choosing to play in their prime, that's fine. I admire Vince Carter because Vince Carter strikes me as that Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony type where just getting just getting a ring, and, and this, is, this goes back to what I'm talking about with Russell Westbrook. Vince Carter's 41 now, and he still wants to contribute meaningful minutes, which I think is awesome at the age of 41 that that is what this guy wants to do. Russell Westbrook, I don't ever see hanging on until he's 41 to try and get that ring. And for guys like Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony with his comments, Kevin Durant when he left, Paul George while he's still here, all these guys, it's all about being a major part of that championship team. That's what's meaningful to them. That's more meaningful to them than actually getting the hardware themselves. There are some guys that don't fall into that category, Carmelo and Gary Payton, that just thought, okay, I just need to feel what it's like to be an, on a championship team. I don't begrudge them that. I just don't see Russell Westbrook ever going down that road. The other thing with Russell Westbrook, that's why I, I threw the three years out there first, is I don't think Russell Westbrook is ever going to come to grips with getting old. And I don't want to see Russell Westbrook get old. Kevin Durant was one thing because Kevin Durant was going to age like Dirk. And yeah, you start noticing that th certain things are falling off their game, but it's not dramatic. It's something that erodes over time. When it happens to Russ, it's going to be a dramatic drop in his game. And it will catch you off guard. There's just going to be one day where you're like, damn, he is not what he used to be. I don't ever want to see that with Russell Westbrook. I, I kind of want... Here's the career I want for... Well, let me be selfish. Here's the career I want for Russell Westbrook. Not what Russell Westbrook wants for himself, but what I want for Russell Westbrook. And that's this. I want to see Russell Westbrook win a couple of championships, win a couple of more MVPs, retire, and then still enough in his prime where you know he's got a little bit left to give go off into the sunset so we never have to watch him be like Willie Mays playing for the New York Mets or Michael Jordan playing for the Washington Wizards. That, that, that's better. That, that's better for all the, the young hip kids out there. I don't want to see that with Russell Westbrook. Now, if Russell chooses to do that and he chooses to hang on well past his prime and play longer than what Vince Carter does. And give credit again to Vince for figuring out how to reinvent himself and become a three-point specialist after being a guy that was playing above the rim his entire career. But if that's what Rush chooses to do, I won't begrudge him because, hey, after all, it is your career and it is your life and you need to finish it on terms that you can deal with. And however you want to be remembered, and there will be some that will remember Michael Jordan in a Wizard jersey. I really don't. When I don't. When I think of Michael Jordan, I have to remind myself that he did that because I always think of him with the Bulls. Pretty much when it comes to Russ, 
I'm going to remember what he did in Oklahoma City in the back-to-back triple-double seasons. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast weekend episode. I am Eric G. Coming up next, how Paul George is helping out Sam Presti with Oklahoma City Thunder fans. It's here on the LOT podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up in segment number three, we have a special announcement to make on the Locked On Thunder podcast, and I'm looking very forward to telling you about this news. Some of you have already guessed. Some of you, that means I owe a beer to, but I will give you, if you haven't guessed, if you haven't figured out, hell, you may not even care. And even if you don't care, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, But a special announcement coming up in segment three. And also remember, go to LockedOnSports.com for all our Locked On podcasts from the Locked On Podcast Network. For those that want Major League Baseball, we have MLB podcasts. We have NFL podcasts. Hey, season's already underway. Preseason underway NFL. Might want to get plugged into uh, Locked On Browns, OU fans. And then um, we've got NBA and we've got every single team covered in the NBA. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and hometown experts covering those biggest stories. Locked On Thunder Podcast now. Congratulations to Paul George. You have done something that not a lot of us covering the Thunder ever thought would be possible, and that is help Sam Presti. You're helping the Thunder fans become Sam Presti fans. Does that that make sense? Now, some of them were. Now, I will tell you, some Sam Presti fans did exist after he made the trade to get Paul George. Paul, after he got you here, there were a lot of people that went, hey, Sam Presti's a good GM. He knows what he's doing. Victor Oladipo, Damanis Sabonis, Ennis Kanter, hey, they all turned into superstars. Okay, that was that was great. But then came your free agency. And thus, like a politician, that's the life that Sam Presti lives. You're you're only as good as your last move. You're only as well thought of as your last of what your last what your last signing, what your last trade was. That's as good as you are in that particular moment. Like a politician, how good were you during a certain bill? How good were you during your last debate? Well, now Sam Presti, it's all hell, Sam Presti, because he went out and he signed Paul George. And the only way Sam Presti was able to accomplish that was to get Paul George here and spend a year with him. And with that, Paul George talked in Vegas about how the signing of Mello helped him decide that he wanted to stay in Oklahoma City. It's still fair to say, though, PG, I think Tim's written this, the idea that when they traded for Mello, even though it wasn't a great on-the-court fit, it sent a pretty strong message to you about the culture of the front office, how aggressive they were going to be. Like, did that take away and that message still stick? Even if Absolutely, absolutely. And then you see the aftermath of, of Sam still, you know, being aggressive in trade, still, you know, pulling strings, making deals happen. Um, you know, that, that, that goes a long way to, to, to the power of what Sam 
and, and to the work ethic of what Sam is, is, is willing to do to improve the team. As long as Paul George has faith in Sam Presti, the majority of Thunder fans are also going to have faith in Sam Presti. There will come a time, though, where Sam Presti botches a trade, botches a draft pick, team doesn't win a championship, they underperform in the playoffs, and no amount of defending is going to help him from Paul George, Russell Westbrook, or anyone else. And it won't even save him necessarily from Clay Bennett because eventually Clay Bennett will want to start seeing results because if fans are turning away at the box office, then he's going to do something about it. But for right now, Paul George can control the narrative about Sam Presti. And as sort of a nice... Oh, well, we got a nice residual effect from Paul George's signing. He is now Sam Presti's best agent, Sam Presti's best PR agent, as it were, and he can go out and continue to sing his praises. And um, I really do think eventually we will see Sam Presti move on from Oklahoma City and go have success someplace else. It's just a matter of when, not a matter of if and what team that's going to be. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Jason Kidd wants to coach Golden State. How do you think he'd do in Oklahoma City? I'll give you my thoughts on that coming up next, plus a special announcement here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date locked on nba available on youtube and wherever you get podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day It's the weekend edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Remember, for all our podcasts, archived, on demand, and video and audio from players, coaches, people in the front office, it's all at LockedOnThunder.com. And, of course, as we get closer to the season, that ramps up. We'll have more audio, more video from players and coaches as we go along here at Locked on Thunder. And a very special announcement I will be adding Locked On Sooners. I think that's what we're calling it. It may be Locked On OU. We don't have official working title for the name, but it will be an OU podcast. Not just OU football, but all OU sports. Although, if you're around Oklahoma or know anything about the University of Oklahoma, football will eat up a vast majority of it. And I am priding myself on making it different than just about all the other OU podcasts that are out there. I think I've done a pretty good job of making this one different than most Thunder broadcasts because we're not as much into the X's and O's and the stats and the numbers as everyone else is. And with OU, yes, we will talk a little bit of recruiting, but it's going to be mostly about the hits and the big topics going on and the things that you're talking about with your friends on a daily basis at the water cooler. We'll also do some special stuff around it. I've got big ideas for it, but yes, look for that. I think August 20th is the day that we're going to 
launch that podcast. But Locked on OU, Locked on Sooners, coming August the 20th, as well as a multitude of college sports podcasts from the Locked on Podcast Network. So thank you. Thank you for everybody that supported Locked on Thunder. And I would ask that you would please support Locked on whatever we're calling it next, OU or Sooners, and tell all your friends about that. I also need to tell you real quick that there is some stuff with radio going on. So for those of you that have asked, am I going to get back into radio? The answer to that question is yes. I just cannot talk about it right now, although I will talk to the powers that be and ask when I can start telling you what I'm going to be doing. But I am getting back into it. I've just been very hesitant to talk about it, but that's going on as well, too. Locked on Thunder podcast, segment three, Jason Kidd. And I give him credit because you have to be aggressive about the jobs you want, as I have found out over the last few months, that he is Jason Kidd is saying that he wants to coach the Golden State Warriors when Steve Kerr is done. Good for him. And I honestly think that Jason Kidd would be a great coach for Golden State because it is a veteran-laden ball club. If you're getting Golden State, what you're getting now, it's a good fit for Jason Kidd. If you get Golden State after Steve Kerr lefts and Ke- or Steve Kerr leaves and Kevin Durant's not there and there's no more Steph or Draymond's gone, if, the, if some of the key pieces are gone and it's not the same, then you're walking into a situation like maybe you had in Brooklyn where you had Jason Terry, not too bad, Darren Williams, not too bad, but an aging, well-past-their-prime Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce that your organization got fleeced for, and it just wasn't a good fit. I'd like to see Jason Kidd with the Oklahoma City Thunder, with Paul George, especially with Russell Westbrook. Could Kidd and Russell Westbrook coexist? I'm also a believer that Jason Kidd, who's been around the NBA for his entire adult life, would know how to adjust his coaching style. He was a great fit in Milwaukee just because of the the youthfulness of that team. And I understand that he's got that personality that eventually wears on people, and you can look and see that he's a below 500 coach at basketball reference, but I wouldn't mind seeing him. If for some reason Billy Donovan doesn't work out, I wouldn't mind seeing Jason Kidd here. It all simply comes down to one question. Can Jason Kidd deal with the fact that Sam Presti runs the team and he's going to have to concede to Sam Presti on a lot of matters, a lot of very important matters. And that's all that it that that's all the next coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder needs to answer. If you're going to be in that position, can you handle Sam Presti being in complete control? And if you can't, then you don't need to be coaching in Oklahoma City. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. And remember, coming on August the 20th, it's Locked on OU or Locked on Sooners. And I'll be your host for that as well. And until Monday, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.